Yo, what is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Big Four Podcast. My name is Luke Spring. I'm with the usual Brian, Nick, and Andrew. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Yep. Happy March. Happy March. Yeah, March Match. 1st. Happy March. March Match. Madness. Um, but that doesn't come for a while. But as always, we are your number two source for all things sports. If you know, you know we got a lot of things to talk about today. Uh, the rankings came out once again. Like, did it, oh, oh, my goodness. That is... It's the March Madness theme Brian, song. Brian, like it's you're you're cutting in and out, so it's just not good. No, it's it's I could hear it. it's fine. It was loud for a second, but yeah. But that's a good Sorry, segue because we have you did. we have some uh, co- the college basketball rankings top twenty five came out today as they always do on every Monday. But it's more important as we get closer to the tournament. Um, baseball has also started spring training mm-hmm. down in Florida and Arizona. Has it started in Arizona? Yes. Yes. Both places have started. But first, the big news that came out of the NFL today, J.J. Watt, two-year contract with the Arizona Cardinals, hooking up with his former teammate, DeAndre Hopkins, leaving Deshaun Watson crying in his bedroom down in Houston. Nick, what are your initial thoughts of this trade, bud? First off, I want to begin by saying this has got to be one of the first times that something good has happened the day of a podcast, like beforehand. So we don't have to, we don't have to be way behind the discussion the next day oh, like yeah. that's happened so many times. Um, secondly, I love this move. I love this move by Arizona. It's a great place for JJ Watt. Certainly have to move far. I mean, <laughs> at all. And he gets to reunite with DeAndre Hopkins. And frankly, you know, with all the drama going on in Seattle, Will with Wilson, the fact that I don't think they're average, fantastic team either. Um, the Rams look like they're probably going to have to make some significant offseason moves because they got a lot of. They got money issues, and obviously, I don't think the Niners are that good. Regardless, making this move, I mean, Arizona probably—if the season started today, I'd pick them to win that division. I mean, they're just—they're too solid defensively, uh, especially that pass rush. I'm taking the, the Cardinals, man. Hell of a move. Hell of a move. I love it. Yeah. Are you saying uh, that he didn't have to move that far? Arizona. It's not like he moved Arizona to Texas. It's like, like I just—it's like a. 20-hour drive. Oh, 20-hour drive. <laughs> yeah, drive. They have, like, their own planes. No. Yeah, that's like driving to Florida. It's, that's how far away it is. It's like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of space out there. It's not close. There's all of Texas because Houston's on the southeast, and then there's all of New Mexico, and then most of Arizona because Phoenix is western-ish. It's like 17 mm-hmm. hours probably. Yeah. I mean, you know didn't besides drive, that. I know, but like, it's not probably like didn't drive. So it's, yeah. I'm not saying it's drive, but I'm just saying it's not. Okay. Same whatever. Too. Doesn't matter. Whatever. If Russell Wilson's going to complain about the pass rush and the offensive line not protecting him. It's just going to get worse. I mean, Russell Wilson probably hated this, just watching this. Um, he still hasn't, I mean, requested a trade, but I, I wouldn't blame him if he wants to get out of there. Um, I like Nick said. I think it's a great move. That defense is solid with uh, with JJ Watt and Chandler Jones. Uh, it's going to be tough to beat them. I I agree with Nick. I think that right now, after this move, I think the Cardinals are the team to beat in I mean, probably the toughest division in football. I mean, you need like two really solid tackles to uh, to be oh, able to bold. prevent your quarterback from getting hurried almost every play. On every pass play, which is ridiculous. Um, I would probably still go the Rams. I think the Rams are really good, especially with the addition of Stafford. Um, I think this this JJ Watt thing helps, but he's getting old, so who really knows what kind of season he's gonna have? I mean, he's still probably gonna be pretty good, but 
after his two-year contract, I don't know where he's going to be. Um, plus, I think the offense still needs to work out a few things. They're, they're a good offense, yes, but their running game kind of sucks. And Kyler Murray needs to be a little more consistent. I still have the Rams. I think the Rams are fantastic. Me I mean, number one defense in the league. They didn't really – I don't think they got rid of anyone on that defense, so they're still going to be one of the best defenses in the league. And then upgrading quarterback with um, – a few good weapons. I mean, their receivers are pretty good. Hopefully, well, Cooper Cup is probably it is it, it was ACL, right? He did so, he did something bad. Like it's going to keep him out for a while, I think. But if um if he's going to be there, they have they have a lot um, of good weapons. Robert Woods is still going to be there, um, and Stafford's going to be able to make them make him a lot better. Um, so yeah, I think that it's the Rams. I think the Cardinals have a shot at being a wildcard team, but I think that the Rams will ultimately just win the division and go go through with that. Brian, do you have any thoughts about this trade? Yeah, J.J. Watt's health is too much of a question. Over, over the last five years, his health hasn't been very great. So he's great and all. He's awesome. I don't think he like lifts some from like like Super Bowl favorites in any means, not at all. No, I don't Let's, think so. Yeah, either. and well, they get Chandler Jones back healthy too, who actually leads the NFL in sacks since 2012. So we traded that wow. guy for nothing. <laughs> yeah, I saw that today. He's at like 77.5 and Watts at like 71. Yeah. yeah I, so that's the uh, scary D-line. I just think, yeah, it's a good D-line. Um, their secondary is okay. I mean, they have Buda Baker, but I can't really name anyone else that's on that secondary. They were an okay pass defense last year. They weren't awesome. They weren't great. Um, so I think that overall i think the rams and who knows about the seahawks like if they get a no, they suck. F- i mean they're they're i don't know i i've lost faith in the seahawks and san fran will line. be healthy again so san yeah. fran's i don't like san fran they're san fran's kinda... san fran's definitely a question um yeah i just i have i have no clue even how they're going to be just because of all the injuries that they had and seattle it doesn't matter how good their offense is it doesn't matter how how well the offensive line can protect Russell Wilson. That defense is terrible. And I mean, you, you can't win. You can't win. Uh, you can't win in the playoffs with a, a defense in the bottom 25%. I mean, I going back to Luke, you're thinking you and Brian thinking the Rams, the Rams are thinking the Rams are probably going to win that division. The Rams are probably going to have to um, at least part ways with two major major contracts or at least one coming up they got big safety john johnson they're not going to resign him he's got he's going to we have his best season of his career he played out, out of his mind this season for the safety position they're probably gonna have, they're not awesome going to be able to college. they could franchise tag him but he's probably going to want big money and um probably looking at one other i don't i can't tell you off the top of my head but one other probably major skill position player that's getting paid a lot of money they're probably gonna either have to trade or part ways with just because they can't afford they're paying too many guys too much money right now uh even i mean i still think they'll be fine i don't know the specifics of their contract breakdown or their payroll um john johnson yeah he would hurt but i still think that they have again one of the best defenses actually probably if you took a consensus or took a poll the consensus would be that they were the best defense right. in the league last year um so i think even losing a guy or two um no, will, won't will hurt it as much and their offense gets a lot better a lot better that like that's what kind of held them back last year from being a super bowl contending team was their offense and specifically 
their passing offense. Their run offense wasn't great, but it also wasn't terrible. Their pass offense was what kind of hindered them from being that Super Bowl contending team. And that kind of mainly focused on Jared Goff and because he kind of played it safe. Um, I mean, Stafford is also a safe quarterback, but he's a lot more um, of a, right. I don't know how to say it, but he, he's better. He's a better at, thrower. He's, he's more he's electric. A better, yeah, he's a better thrower. He is more accurate. He just does everything better. Like he, Jared Goff and Stafford play very similar games, but Stafford plays that game a lot better than Goff does, if that makes any sense. Like no, I both, do. I. Yeah, go ahead. I, I think that, you know, the Rams are still going to be a solid team. But like I said last year, or I didn't say this yet, but I'm going to say it now. Last year, they had a couple of shaky losses. They had, went through, they go through that. And we talked about it earlier a few months ago in one of our podcasts. I had mentioned, Brian had mentioned, I think, about, you know, the fact that the Rams usually go through this stretch. There's always that one team that goes through a stretch consistently every year where they just somehow drop a couple to a couple of poor teams over a few week period. And, I assume the Rams will probably still do that. Now, it doesn't, like you said earlier, um, it's, it's still a question how they're going to choose to spend their money and who to sign. But I, I definitely think they're probably going to have Johnson. He's probably not going to come back. And if you're looking at one of the skill makers, Cup or Woods or whoever, that they might not be able to afford or someone on the offensive line. Both of line. them are under contract. I'm looking at it right now. Both okay, of them so are well, if they contract. end up losing one of the skill players some way, somehow, or – it depends who the second guy is. They're not going to be. I think it looks like they're probably going to have to get rid of two. It looks like the second guy, whoever the second guy is, depending on their impact, could affect them defensively or if offensively. But I just, I think Arizona was one player away. They lost a couple of shootouts last year too. So I think this is kind of a big help, especially with the pass rush. Yeah, no question. I think it's a, a help. And again, I said I think that they could be a um, wild card team just because I feel like the NFC isn't really like besides the top guys like but the bucks will obviously be right we back um green bay is going to be good but other than that like the saints are going to get worse um and then other teams right. like the bears were in the playoffs the cardinals are better than the bears but, or at least they will be next year so i think the besides the top division winners um there isn't much competition that the cardinals realistically need to um face if they want to get a wild card position Here's, here's the Rams and Cardinals, Cardinals are making the playoffs. Here's yeah. the thing with the Cardinals that, you know, a lot of people don't understand. Not people don't really kind of hides behind the kind of hides in the shadows, I would say, is that at one point in the season, Kyle, you guys remember Kyler Murray was just on a tear at the beginning of the season, especially rushing the football. I mean, there were multiple games where he was rushing for over 100 yards. And he got, he got hurt at one point. And – I'm trying to figure out what week that was. It was about – I don't I, – it was week the, – the Miami game or Miami or Buffalo game, one of those two where he just kind of hit a brick wall rushing the ball, and he was, he was tentative. He only rushed for 15 against Seattle, 15, uh, 31 against New England, 15 against the Rams, 47 against the Giants, and they dropped three of those games. They dropped Seattle, New England, the Rams, and he rushed for under 50 yards in all three games. So it's because he got hurt and he was afraid to, it was his hip or something. He was afraid to, he didn't want to get hurt. Uh, uh, Kingsbury didn't want him to get hurt. So they limited his, his mobility, they limited his running. He said, stay in the pocket, throw it away if you have to. They did a more run, run game um, just to try and keep him safe, keep him healthy to make the playoff push, which didn't make the playoffs. But I think that had he not gotten hurt, they could have won at least one or two of those games. And then they probably would have been back in contention to make the playoffs. And that lasted more than three, more than three weeks too. 
So I just I just think that Arizona is a bit of a better team than the record showed this year, just because of that injury. Hopefully Kyler Murray comes back, he's healthier, and he's uh, hopefully he's developed more as a player. And I think if both of those are the case, then I think the, the, there's no reason why the Cardinals sh- shouldn't at least contend significantly to win the division. Yeah, uh, and when I say this right now, I'm not comparing him to Lamar Jackson because I think Kyler Murray is much better of a passer than Lamar Jackson is. But there were times last season, this past season, where he looked more run-oriented um, than pass-oriented. And I think if he wants to be a better quarterback, and he's going to, as a running quarterback, he's going to have injuries like that. He's going to need yep. to be more consistent. He's not consistent. a big guy either. No, he's going to be need to be more consistent passing the ball. He wasn't as bad as Lamar Jackson was last year. Like he was right. a much better passer than Lamar Jackson was. But I think he needs to be a little bit more consistent in which he passes the ball accurately, um, and like mixes it up a little bit more because there were a few times where I feel right. like the t- defense knew he was going to run it, and and if he had the option to throw, then then that would have been a better option. So I think I think he's fine. I just don't think that. Um, I mean, their defense is fine. I don't think just adding JJ Watt, like that's, he's a fine player, but there are 22 guys on the field at the same time. Well, offense, defense, 22 guys who start and in football, it's really hard to go from one team that was 500 and then put one defensive lineman on that team and automatically think that they're going to make or win division obviously kyler is going to get better people are going to start progressing and their guys are going to get better that's not the only reason why they could win the division it's just harder than say basketball like when harden went to the nets this year everyone's like oh they're now a championship contending team because they have james harden now the cardinals yes they have jj watt but that's one guy out of 22 that's going to be playing at a time right well i don't obviously i don't think the Cardinals are going to be a championship contending team but I think it all. I think it. I think had Murray not gotten hurt or not gotten roughed up at one point in the season, they probably could have pushed towards maybe an eleven and five record or something like that. Be something really significantly different than eight and eight. Um, and they lost a couple of nail biters down the stretch, and I think maybe they well, lost. They, they also lost. were gifted a win against Buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that, that's how, that's one. That's one of. The, well, they won that themselves. D Hop won that for them, but oh, I just think that gifted. You know. I, 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 at the end of the day, I, I think that hey, they were, they were, they had a couple of nail biters. Um, I think that could come. I think one player, one really good defensive lineman to force quarterback hurries, to force, you know, errant passes, uh, to force rollouts, to force, you know, guys, you know, scrambles. One pass rusher could make that big of a difference when they get down, when they get down the stretch. And, um, you know, personally, I think, um, I've said I think a lot, but you know, when we're talking hypotheticals, you got to think. And I think that if Kyler Murray can, uh, if we can see development from Kyler Murray, um, significant development, more discipline in the pocket, um, less impulsiveness, um, I guess more patience too. So he's not scrambling the second he catches the football, then maybe, maybe we can change our minds about Arizona and maybe put them into a, a contender in that NFC West. Um, because I think, you know, He's a big difference maker, and having J.J. Watt's definitely going to help because, hey, you have DeAndre Hopkins, and you have a good receiving core, and you get two that development in him, use that arm more, use his weapons more, then, you know, we might be able to develop different opinions on Arizona. Yeah. Tweet that the 49ers are contacting the Panthers for a trade regarding Teddy Bridgewater. 
Oh yeah, I saw that earlier. I mean, if you want I next year's first overall that. pick, yeah. go ahead, San Francisco. By all means. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, understand if that's that at all. Get Jimmy G. I mean, let's let's make let's go for it, San Fran. But uh, what's next year? Who's the guy next year? What t- what's the hat? The next tank for Spencer Rattler. Tank for Rattler. Oh. That's gonna be the next Ugh. hashtag. Tank no. for Howell. I love Sam Oklahoma, Howell. but I hate him. <laughs> Rattler Powell, finished good. Yeah, next, Rattler, next, uh, Rattler finished strong at the end of the Nice. You gotta love it. So not a great quarterback class next year compared to this one. What do you mean? Next, Mitch Trubisky and awesome. Baker Mayfield, folks. <laughs> not even Baker. I would give Rattler like the next Johnny Manziel. Oh, yeah, there yep. you go. Manziel's That's better. actually perfect. That's better. <laughs> Johnny football. Yeah. I love that. All right. There you go. Studs. So, J.J. Watt, good for Arizona. Bad. I mean, not really bad, but... It, it should scare some teams in the NFC West. Bad for uh, us. Moving, moving on. Much already. The Sox have played two games of spring baseball, and they left off right where are they? Yeah, they, they are. Strike nobody out. John Flores double play. <laughs> It's I'm not even saying. freaking spring training. It's so oh, stupid the way they play these games. I love how Garrett Richards first inning, bases loaded, jam, 23 pitches, core goes, all right, wrap it up, folks. <laughs> Bring it in. It's so stupid. Mercy rule. Yeah. <laughs> just comes just back the, out, eight pitch, one, two, three inning. The, the, Looney, <laughs> Tunes, the Looney Tunes logo, that's all, folks, just pops up on the out, Jumbotron. <laughs> it's an eight pitch, one, two, three inning. I was so mad because Jitter Downs is going to come up with the bases loaded for us with one out and the bases loaded, and then they're like, nope, inning over. Yeah, he, th- he had three RBIs in the first game against Minnesota, I know, Minnesota, that's right? why I, want, I wanted to see him play or hit with the bases loaded, and then, nope, handing over. Just, just make nope, a freaking guy. pitching change or something. I don't know. It's so stupid. They shouldn't even, there shouldn't even be a score. Like, nah, no, no that's true. Yeah, if you're going to play like that, then why bother? This is like our scrimmage game in high school, like last year when it was like five outs or something. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. That, that three, three outs or five hitters kind of thing. Like I don't even know how who half of these people are. Who's Cesar Puello? Who the heck is that? Who's or, that dude? That the dude that you don't know that guy? Jason the, Rosario. Who is this? What's his name? Who He's like an or We got him from Orland. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know who these guys are. These Jet Band, Jet Bandy, and Cole Cottom. I don't know. Yeah, that guy caught him. He's the guy that roped a double in the seventh double getting leading off. The, he roped a double over the head of Will in center field. It wasn't Acuna because he was too fat to be Acuna. Yeah, I don't know. When they're not on are. the 40-man roster, they don't matter to me. They, they don't matter. Yeah, and they won't play baseball because there's no – Are they well, actually, are they doing minors this year? Yeah. They are? Okay. Well, because yeah, I know the they do it. mask on all the time in the minors. The Woosocks. The Woosocks are Let's yeah, go. they're doing some might, wild, like, week-long things. So, like, they have six games in a week with one day off, but, like, they'll go to play Syracuse for the whole week and stay there for a week. That's cool. And then, like, it's – and then kind someone will come to Mike Worcester and play for a week. Gotcha. Brian, are you going to catch yeah, some my, Mets games this, this year? Some Mets games. <laughs> no, he's not <laughs> even close. <laughs> no. Yes, I am. I'm 45 Syracuse minutes Mets. away from Syracuse. 
the triple a team oh so oh, oh i thought you were talking about new york mets i'm like he's not even close to new york city no syracuse mets. Oh, okay 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 i'm like closer to home i watched the game syracuse mets last year you know who played for the mets tim tebow oh jesus <laughs> it was awesome. he got called up to triple a he wasn't in double a he was in AAA. It was they were playing the Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders. The Yankees. Oh yeah, that's that was a big. That was a big Shioka, like a 500 foot homer. That was big news that we forgot to talk about a few weeks ago. Tim Tebow officially retired oh, from yeah, Major League Baseball, or not Major League Baseball. I don't know what you call it when you retire from the minors. What? Why do you care about his net worth? <laughs> Here, actually, I'm now that you say that, I'm kind of curious too. Right? Well, because he, he could like, also he like played like. Only he could also million. only, fi- he could only also, five million. I well, kill for five. Million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could also just go do any commercial he wants and just continue to make money because he's yeah, he probably about. makes he probably makes his living off of the Heisman house. I mean, he went from Heisman <laughs> and then he went like one fantastic year in Denver, two fantastic years, and then he just went to poo. And the Patriots had him for like a week. Same yeah. with Johnny Manziel, <laughs> and then he goes to baseball. Doesn't get does he? Did he? Did he ever play a major league game? Or no? no, never no. played. Oh, major they didn't league even call game. him up just for just for no. the show. No, why? Why? Should have. Just because there would be no if benefit they, if they stink. You just call him up just to get guy just to get people in the seats. Just make a big deal about it the week before. Oh, Tim well, Nebel's playing in a week. That's what the that's the that's what tickets, well, that's what Jim, that's what James Dolan does. He doesn't. He could care less if the Knicks are good. He just wants people in the stands. <laughs> five hundred bucks to watch our sixty-five and eighty-five Nets or Mets playing. <laughs> Yeah, the Dodgers or something. That's what New York does. I mean, <laughs> play like yeah. the the Reds on like a yeah. Saturday afternoon. Anyways, now, there Saturday really... week. No, you got to go with the Tuesday night in May. That's the that's Tuesday night. The Tuesday night in May against like the freaking Reds. <laughs> Saturdays at least get a crowd, but not nah, Tuesdays. That's that's. Then, then you start Tim Tebow, bat him, bat him four hole. Watch the yeah. tickets flow in. <laughs> yeah, right. Make the I'm pay the to throw him a cheese ball so he can hit a bomb. Yeah. Pay him. Pay him to throw a meatball. Yep. Okay, cool. Here we go. <laughs> Moving on because <laughs> there's no real need to talk baseball because there are two spring training games. Um, the, uh, the polls for college basketball came out, and there's only a few weeks left until major tournament start. And Baylor got bumped out of second place. Now, I don't know. If I like oh, this necessarily, I mean, they're still third in the country, but I'm not sure if I like this. Ohio State dropped all the way to seven, which was necessary because they lost three in a row this week. Um, but overall, not much uh, going on. Virginia continues to go down. They're 21st in the country now. They are honestly looking like a first round exit at this point. They are really, really bad. Um, but Gonzaga finished their season undefeated. Will they finish the entire thing undefeated? Because what they need, you need to win six games, six to win the tournament. 32, 16, 8, 4. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, yes. so let's see if they can finish their season 30 and 0, because they are 24 and 0 at this point. Um, number one seed. And in Michigan, they bumped up to the number two. Now, I don't, I don't know. It, it really doesn't matter two or three because Baylor and Michigan are both going to be one seeds, but I'm not sure if Baylor losing to Kansas warrants them going all the way down. I don't think it's all the way really, I don't think it's, seed. I don't think it's about no, Baylor. I, know, I don't think it's about Baylor losing. I think it's about as Michigan, as, it, Michigan yeah. dominating. Yep. That's what yep. I really think it's about. Combination yeah, they, of I think, yeah. I think just from watching in the past week, I mean, Baylor's kind of, they've kind of had some unfortunate, um, 
they also haven't had, played. Yeah, they a, haven't like, played in a while. They like yeah, they've that's... they've had two games since February second. Like yeah, that's exactly. not so that's not ideal. Yeah, I it's mean, it's tough. Out yeah, there. for for those reasons, I do think that Michigan deserved to get bumped up to two. Not that it matters a whole lot, but still, I mean, it's also tough for them too. Like we always talk about the Big Ten, um, and how great the Big Ten is. Um, but the Big 12 is also really good, and we've said that before too, but we've really focused on the Big Ten just because they've had, or not now, but they did have uh, seeds three, four, and five in Illinois, Michigan, and Ohio State, but Ohio State is now number seven, so they're not they're out of that. Um, but Baylor... Well, now they have two, four, and five. Now they, they have, have two... Michigan, Illinois, and Iowa. Iowa's at oh, five yeah, points. Iowa's five now, um, and they had a really good win against Ohio State too. <laughs> so even better. But Yeah, so even better. Um, so... But Baylor has to finish their season tomorrow against number six, West Virginia. Thursday against 17, Oklahoma State, who has Cade Cunningham, who's absolute bucket, had 40 against what team? I can't remember now. Oklahoma, 40 against Oklahoma in overtime. And then finish their season with 18, Texas Tech. So they have three tough games. Again, I still think, in my opinion, unless they lose out or lose two of the next three, I still think they're a one seed. Um, but you know, anything can happen, but I think that, I think that it's going to be Gonzaga, Michigan, Baylor. And honestly, I think Iowa can sneak up to a one C because Illinois is going to have a tough time because they have to play Michigan and Ohio state most likely with their best player, not playing. I mean, it says he's day to day, but he kind of like broke his nose. So who knows what's going to happen with that, but it's getting Ah, exciting. Who knows? <laughs> Illinois, Illinois, and Iowa are basically fighting for that last. Yeah, they are, and and because I realistically, the SEC I realistically, or the ACC aren't going to get anybody. SEC Unless Bama could win out and win the t- t- conference tournament and be what? Even if they win the conference tournament, I mean, they're, they're not eight right now, so it's going to be tough for them to really get the one. I think that they're a lock at a two. I think that yeah, the best that they could do, I think, is the best two seed. So. It, realistically, I don't Baylor, think. Or, no, they would play. Uh, the, yeah, never mind. They would play like the four Illinois or, or, or the four overall seed. Iowa, the fourth one seed. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think I don't see even if they do win the SEC tournament, that tournament that or that conference is is really really bad this year. Um, compared to other conferences, is good because it's the SEC. But compared to SEC standards, it's not a very good conference. So winning that tournament doesn't really mean a whole lot so in terms of i either iowa or illinois i think it is going to come down to the big 10 tournament and see um who goes farther in that but i think gonzaga baylor michigan are all locks for that one seed it's just the fourth one seed that's up for grabs but yeah it's getting exciting nick what do you have for us today oh that's right we got another edition of yish yish yeet or yield um yish presented by nobody Okay, this is always next year. Like everything in our podcast, fortunately. So if you know somebody, let's start off. We got we got uh, five baseball over-unders. Yeah, we're, we're just the baseball season starting up. I thought it was uh, festive. Next week, we'll do some March Madness stuff. Um, but we'll start with some baseball stuff for the upcoming season. So we're going to predict some over-under win totals. So, Andrew, we'll start with you. We're going to start with the Dodgers because, you know, let's go all the way to Hollywood. Why not? Um, over-under, I mean, I went, I, I ramped it up for this one just because they're stacked. Over-under, 104 and a half wins. Ooh. 
Um, um, I would say I'll get, I'll say over, I, I I would say barely, I would say around 105, 106 around there. I mean, they have a great pitching staff. They have great offensive weapons. Um, I mean, it's going to take a lot to stop them. The only reason why I don't think that they would get it is because of the matchups with San Diego. If they lose a couple of those, they might, I mean, who knows? I still think that they're going to get it, but it'll Take be me tough. over, Brian. Yeah. Um, oh, this is good. Making you guys think. That's a, a good that, one. It is that is good. Um, over the rest. I mean, of two years ago they won one hundred and six, and they're better than they were two years ago. Because I don't know, two years ago they didn't have Mookie Betts and they didn't have Trevor Bauer. So I'm going to say over as well. Um. In three, four years ago, they won 104. So I, they're right. They're in that range. If they, uh, yeah, there's no reason why they shouldn't. Lukey, um, so yes, over. What yeah, I'm, I'm going to kind of hammer the over button because they are stacked and they're honestly, they're like three or four starters could be a, a one or two on another day. So it's kind of not fair if they match up against a team's fourth starter. Um, cause that pitcher is going to dominate plus their offense is going to eat on whoever is a three, four or five on any other team other than San Diego. But even San Diego, their three, four or fives aren't going to be great because Clevenger is out. So I think they're, yeah, I think they're going to, they're going to hammer that, that over, uh, what was it? 104.5. I don't even remember. Yep. I know it's yep. a very high yes. amount. I'm just going to go over. Yes. Yeah, over 161 I, I mean... and a half. They're too good. The only cons- I think if I think if I was gonna originally say they're barely over, the only consideration would be if you know, God forbid, COVID stays stays around, and a bunch of guys get COVID out in LA. But you know, I just there's the always have a fact that in now, or if they shorten the season a little bit, yeah, that, that too. But too. I guess we just we, if we need if we need to change it, then we just do win percentage. We just you know take that percentage and then, yeah, just do proportions, right? But you know, I just the only. The only worry is that someone gets COVID and then just spirals out of control. And then the whole team gets COVID. Then games get postponed. Then they play double headers, and you know it's tough to win a lot of games. And you're playing, and that also affects the other teams too. Like if someone on Diamondbacks gets COVID, and they got to play double header with Arizona, like at a random date, that could screw them up. But you know, if let's just take everything out, let's just take all that stuff out of account. Yeah, and I'm, cool. if going with the over makes sense. Brian, do you have somewhere to be? No, um, let's let's stay in that. Let's stay. Nothing. Let's stay in the NL West. Um, travel a little south of LA down to San Diego because we got a fantastic little squad brewing out there. Andrew, ninety-three and a half wins over under. Ninety-three and a half. This is what the Fox. This is what MLB on Fox posts on Instagram. Ninety-three. Um, I stole that from them. I yeah. I I'm gonna go over with them too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, I just, I think that they're the second best team in baseball. Um, so getting over 90, what, three and a half wins, getting 94 wins. I don't think that's too much of a struggle for them. All right. Yeah. Way, way over just comparing, like you think about Sox Yankees in 2018, Sox had 108 Yankees had 100. Like that's, it's not out of the question. Even Tampa had 90, like you you were three teams in that division, and they at least in 2018 have over 90 wins. I don't see how, how San Diego doesn't run it up, too. They could even get to 100, I think. Yeah, I'm going to say over as well. It's to be a wild card. It's to be a wild card team with 100 wins. 
Yeah, that sucks. The, I would also say over, and the only drawback of me saying that it would be under is if is be just because they're in the same division as the Dodgers and they have to play them a bunch of times. But that doesn't really matter when they can beat pretty much every other team other than Dodgers. So realistically, they should also hammer that over under and get above 93, probably in the 96, 97 range. Yeah. Got to go over. Uh, they're just too good. I, I agree with Andrew. They might be the second best team in baseball. I mean, this is a no brainer. Um, screw you, Fox Sports. That was terrible. Um, staying in the uh, NL, just because we're just going to kind of bang them out by conference. Um, the Mets, they got better this offseason, I'd say, just a little bit. Um, adding Lindor, a couple of assets. Um, 95 and a half wins, Q. For the Mets? Um,. I mean, if I was, I mean, there's, they got a, a lot of new pieces, which I mean, I don't really think that matters when it comes to baseball. So yeah, I'll, I'll still go with the over. They got a lot of great players there. I mean, it's going to, it's going to be fun to watch them, which never thought I'd say that. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go over with them. Yeah. I'm going to go under, um, Ooh, finally some diversity. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go under on them. Their division is – that division – that division, I wouldn't say is stacked, but it is very deep where, you know, you have the Marlins who, yes, it was a short season, but they made it to the NLDS last year, and they're the worst team in that division. So the Braves are still probably the favorites, even though I think the Mets probably should be. I think the Braves are. The Nationals are two years removed from a World Series and probably got better this year. And – the Phillies are still the, the the Phillies have a great team, but they're probably going to underperform again. But if they don't under, underperform, that division's really good. So I think I think the winner of that division's at 90, 93, 93-94 will be the winner of that division. It's gonna be tight. Yeah, um, you basically said everything that I was gonna say. I'm gonna go under too because of how hard their division is gonna be. Um, it's one thing with the Dodgers and the Padres to have one team that's really good, let alone all five that you could lose to on a nightly basis. Um, and just the one thing that you didn't mention, Cindergard coming off of Tommy John. So we don't know what he's going to look like um, with that new elbow of his. So I don't know. I, I still think they're going to be a good team, potential wildcard team. Like it could be a Padres Mets wildcard um, or Padres Braves, whoever comes out of the division. But I think the Mets will be fine. I don't think they're getting more than 95 wins or whatever that over under was so i'm going under all right i agree i'm gonna go with the under they underperformed last year um i know they got a little bit better but they still had a, i thought they had a pretty good roster last year and they just couldn't produce um and you know it's just one of those things as brian and luke alluded to mainly brian that 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 division is stacked they got a lot of good teams up there there's gonna be a lot of competitive games so yeah definitely gonna have to go underneath Underneath the bar here, we got uh, going to go the AL for three. Um, we'll go. Uh, we'll 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 kind of meander over divisions. We'll go to the north of the border. Well, really not really because we're playing in Buffalo, but the Toronto Blue Jays. Out. Yeah, um, the Toronto Blue Jays. Sure? Um, I'm pretty sure. Toronto Blue Does Jays. They're their triple by, team playing. By by what Brian is saying, I don't know if they actually are. Who cares where they're playing? <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't think they are. Um, okay, whatever. Blue Jays had made, made a couple of big moves this offseason. They got a couple of youngsters that are getting a lot better, Bichette and Guerrero. Um, Q-Stir, 
89.5 wins for the Blue Jays over under. 89.5. All right. So, I mean, obviously you got the Yankees. You got the best team in baseball, the Boston Red Sox. Um, that is obviously a joke. Um, I mean, Tampa could still be okay. Um, I don't know. This is tough. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under for them. Taking the under. All right. What was what was the number? Eighty nine point five Toronto Blue Jays. Definitely under, and they're playing at their. This is what I thought. They're playing at their spring training park until they can go back to Toronto. That makes the most sense. Um. So yeah, probably under. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to stay with the under. I think they're good, but I don't know if they're going to click right away. Brian with the under. Luke. I'm probably going to go I know, I'm probably going to go over just because um I mean, the Red Sox kind of sucked in 2019 and they still had 84 wins, which is only 5 away from that over under or 5 and a half away from that over under. And realistically, I think they I I don't know. I think they can win the division. I don't think the Yankees are too good. The Red Sox aren't going to win the division. The Orioles are one of the worst franchises in sports history. The Rays are not going to be good anymore because they're just, I feel like, I don't know if they're tearing everything down, but they're just not going to be as good. So realistically, it's going to be Jays, Yankees. And I think the Jays, um, I don't know. I It's just, if the Yankees are healthy the entire season, the Yankees will win the division. But I just realistically and historically that doesn't happen. So I think that the Blue Jays have a legit shot of winning the division. Um, and yeah, I think they'll I think they'll get to that over. I absolutely agree with Luke again. God, I gotta stop agreeing with you right now. But I okay. think they're gonna I think they're gonna win at least. <laughs> I think they might just sneak squeak over. Um, you know, not like nothing crazy, like 95 or anything ridiculous, but I think like 90, 91, it could be realistic for Toronto just cause they, it's not like they're just a hall hitting team and they got a pretty good pitching staff. I mean, I know it's, it's, it's definitely led by Hunjin Ryu who's a very good pitcher. And I think they got some guys on the back end of that bullpen that can, you know, give you some good innings toward the end of the game. So, I mean, realistically, if I'm looking at, it, they got some Bichette. I think he's going to turn out to be a hell of a player this year. Guerrero is a great hitter still. I think he'll, I, I know he lost a lot of weight. Hopefully that translates somehow to his swing speed and whatnot and you know springer and springer will give you a couple of you know 20 something home runs a season he's a solid player and obviously then they added Simeon, who's a fantastic middle infielder so i think all in all i think the blue jays got a lot better um they made the playoffs last year i don't think tampa's uh, tampa lost a lot i don't know if they'll still contend um, this might be like kind of like a rebuilding year for Tampa, and then they might be back at next year. Every like year is a rebuilding system. year for you, them. They don't rebuild. They <laughs> um, just like, and eh. the Yankees are always shaky to me, mainly because I hate them. That's why they're shaky to me. But I think they're also a shaky team. So I think I got to – I mean, I I don't see anyone winning this division other than Toronto. So I'm going to go with the over. We got two more. Uh, two socks. One uh, black and one uh, one white, but they were black, and one red. Um We'll start with the White Sox. We'll end with the Red Sox. We'll start with the White Sox. Um, Andrew, over, under, 93 and a half wins for the Chicago White Sox. 93 and a half. Um, I mean, you got Minnesota in that division. Yep. Um, I mean, I don't really see anybody else making a whole lot of noise. Um, I'm going to go over because I see them winning the division this year. I think that they're going to be a really good team either – I see them either coming out of the AL or at least making it to the ALCS. I think that they have a great team. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go over here. Going over. Uh, Brian? 
What do you got for us? I think right at 93. I think I'm going to go under. Just I think just under. Over the last couple years, we have seen teams win. I would say so from 2010 to 2018, right before the Sox won 108. You basically never saw a team win. Like when the Dodgers won 100, 104 games in 2017, I thought that was crazy. We we didn't see 100 win teams for a, for a very long time, and I think. I don't know. I think it's going to be a little bit more competitive this year um, throughout the league. So I think there's some better teams. And I don't know. I just think they're, it's winning on winning a lot of games, especially high 90s. Just underneath? Just, just underneath? Under. Just All underneath. Right. Like the Red Sox won the division three years in a row with 93 wins. So. Yep. Luke, what do you got for us? I'm going over because the going AL over. Central, uh, other than the Twins and the, and the White Sox, are – complete trash the indians suck the royals are one of the worst teams in the league and the tigers have been royals are under the royals aren't great but they're not as bad as people think they are they're really bad they're not going to do well they're going to be a very below 500 team anyways i think the white Sox, like andrew said could compete to win the al i probably if i were to choose right now i would have them coming out of the al um so i think that they are going to get that over uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with this again. I'm just going to purposely disagree with you, Luke, next turn. But okay. um, I'm going to go – I got to go over. I mean, we we just barely – like Brian had like 93 wins. I might have 94. I mean, we had – generally, these things aren't really correlated, but I always tend to notice this. if there's always one division that gets two teams in the upper 90s and wins, mid-90s and wins, and then there's one division that just can't somehow crack over 90. It's like the NFL. It's just always like one division. This year, I think there will be two. I think the NFC – I think the NFC, the NL West and the AL Central – We'll have two teams or maybe even three. And you might be looking at the NL East too. have at least two teams that over 90 wins. And then you're going to be looking at the, maybe even the AL East, if the Toronto can't seem to get it going and definitely the AL West and the NL Central are all probably going to have only a few teams over 90 wins. If that, not even, maybe not, maybe only one combined. So I definitely think that this is a realistic number 94. Anything above 94 is realistic for the White Sox. Um, and last, but Last and least, uh, the friggin' Red Sox. So, Kuster, 81 and a half. Can they get over 500? Yeah. Um, surprised the over under wasn't at like 47.5. Can you um, give them 500? Can you at least give Alex Cora a 500 ball? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Actually, 500 would be the under. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just. I, it it's hard to explain it. This is more of just like a gut feeling that I just can't really explain. I don't think they're going to get there. Under? Yeah. Yeah. Brian? I'm going over. I think they're underrated. <laughs> I the hopeful Boston fan that Brian O'Donnell is. Brian's going, there's the Brian we spirit. Knew, no, we knew they sucked last year. Oh, I just bring my tool with the mic. What do you mean? I thought Jay was going to get 100 RBIs last year. <laughs> <laughs> that was... That is up there for one of I think they're underrated. I do. I don't think they're that bad. If their their bullpen got a lot better, a lot better, a lot better. The rotation. I heard today. The guy who's not even on the forty man roster yet. Yeah, don't care about him. <laughs> their roster got a lot. Their roster. Their bullpen got a lot better. Okay. If their rotation stays healthy, keyword. But that's for any any team. If the Yankees rotation doesn't stay healthy, they're not going to be very good. They're going to be fine, but the, the rotation would suck if they don't stay healthy. Same with the Sox. 
So if they stay healthy and their their lineup is one of the best in the, one of the best most consistent in the league, I would say they their top five in the lineup all can hit three hundred, and the bottom four are all power hitters pretty much. So I think it evens out well. I think the players are going to do a lot better with Cora instead of Old Man Renicky in the uh, in the dugout. I think it's a whole different vibe. I think they like kind of being under the radar, and I don't see this team as far off as the bunch from twenty thirteen. Not that they're going to win the World Series, but that twenty thirteen team was weird. Did you think Mike Napoli and Johnny Gomes and Shane Victorino and Stephen Drew and Will Middlebrooks would be a World right. Series team, right? No. So I, I, no. I think they're underrated. I don't think they're going to win the division, but I think they can sneak into the fifth wild card. Luke, I think I can guess what you're going to say, but I want to hear it from you first. Yes. I think you're going to guess under, way under. No, I'm guessing way over. Not wow. way over, not way over, but I'm guessing over. If they can hover around 500 by the time Sale gets back in what July or August, I don't know when that is. I think Could they'll even be sm- earlier. Yeah, I'll, I think they'll smash that over, especially if they can hover around that. Like if they're three, two, three, four games below 500 by the time he gets back, and then they'll have a, a nice rotation going on with one of the best offenses in the league. I think they'll smash that over. So I think yeah, you guys are down on the Sox. I don't think no, I think bad. I think they'll be fine. I think they're gonna barely get over. I don't think they're gonna smash it, and they'll barely get over. I think I think High and Bloom High and Bloom's a great GM. Um, you know, I had doubts about him, but I, he's constructed a pretty good team. It all depends on you know what the back end of that rotation can hold because it couldn't last year. The whole rotation couldn't well, last well, year, but he didn't have um, a rotation. Last I guess going back to the like, I'd say I'd say going back to 2019. You know that back end of the rotation really couldn't hold. They had a good, they had a strong front end, but the back end couldn't hold. If it's the same this year, I think you could be looking at maybe an eighty-eight win season like they had that year, eighty-seven, whatever they had. Um, but yeah, I just eighty-one and a half. I I originally had eighty-four and a half, but I just I didn't think that was thought that was a weird number. It's going to go eighty-one and a half. I changed it just because five hundred ball for a team that was terrible last year was. I think that's a a good goal to put them at, but I think they're going to get over. I think he's constructed a good team. Like it in Tampa. This guy's kind of like a machine. He just kind of gets like produces 91 teams every year. So just guys, they're just guys. They're not like, they're that's just what guys. I mean by that's what I mean yeah. about 2013, 2013. If a certain thing didn't happen, that team don't win the world series. I was hoping Luke was going to go over because then I'm like, all right, perfect. I can disagree with him, but I was, he hammered the overs. I mean, I, I think barely over. I'm closer to agreeing with Q than I am with Brian or Luke. But I mean, I just I I have them winning like 83, 84 games, which is right now falls over 81 and a half. If it was 84 and a half, I would take the under. Uh, that wraps it up. That was actually a pretty good. That was probably the best Yeshir yield. It wasn't even Yeshir yield, but that was probably the best one we've had so far. It's also very opinion. long, and we are almost out of time, even though we don't have a time limit. There's but no time. yeah, because our time cares. limit is because we all have to be in bed so soon. Yeah, I, I do. Bedtime. Um, last thing, Andrew, you have a stat for us. Stat. Okay. So um I actually have a couple here, but I'll just oh, I'll dear. pick one. Save them. Save them for a rainy day. Um well today was rainy until the sun came out. But yeah, anyways, go. <sighs> okay. <Hey. Whatever. laughs> so uh we all know Pete Rose. If you know baseball, you know Pete I mean, Rose. I don't know him, but Harry's a good guy. You know of him, Nicholas. Yeah. Okay. So uh Pete Rose. Um, he's the only player to play at least 500 games at five different positions. It's actually kind of crazy. He played 939 games at first, 671. Four at third, 628 in second, and 595. It's pretty. Wow. 
Brock Holt, they got a number. Lots of games, up. lots of hits. Um, three, uh, three stats, three great stats. Yeah. That's that's a pretty good stat. I like that's my first one better. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. Well, that was fine good. too. Um, I think that's it though. Anyone have any last really thoughts? That was interesting. I do. Go Pats. Yeah. Andrews, go oh, Pats. Oh, Andrews. Yes. Got a big um, thought. Oh. It is March. You guys know. Um, and that means March Madness is coming up. Uh, we're thinking about doing a bracket challenge. Um, we're set on it. Anybody can join. Um, we're going to do ESPN. Um, you can just get that the app on your phone. Um, we're going to – I'll just create a group um, – and it doesn't matter. We don't have a maximum amount of people. So tell your friends. Tell them to come along. Um, we'll share a code that you can use to get into it a few days after the bracket is released. And we will keep informing you about stuff as when um, March Madness gets closer. But that's that's the gist of it. We'll, we're still in the middle Prizes of pending. Some, some things out. What? Prizes, Prizes pending. To come on our yeah. podcast. Prizes pending. Meet all of us. <laughs> Signed, signed photos, autographed signed photos, photos yeah. everything out the friggin' wazoo, and then we get to interview them on how, yeah. what, what decisions led to their success. If you want, we can set up a, uh, uh, one person gets a, uh, gets to come play golf at Highfields with me, Brian, oh, and Nick. Oh yeah, oh! Play golf outing. We on us. Luke and is dinner. excluded. And dinner? No, golf I can't pay for that. I can't pay for that. So. Sweet. Brian, did you have a last thought or do you not have one? Um, go Socks. Go Socks. Go Pats. Go Socks. Go Celtics. Yeah, go Celtics. On go a Celtics. tear. And Bruins. Uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Big Four underscore podcast. See you on Thursday. Peace.